Welcome to episode 40 of the Become a Media Maven podcast. Okay, so I talk a lot on this podcast about earning media coverage, and after we earn media coverage, people do nothing. And I'm like, you are leaving so much money on the table. This is the biggest mistake you could make. Don't do nothing. So in this episode, I am going to share with you 35 things that you can do after earning media coverage so you can turn that publicity into profit. Ever wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, and news contributor who has interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. After you earn media coverage to turn it into money, you want to see an ROI. That's the whole purpose, right? And I'm going to keep it real with you. Tracking ROI from publicity is hard because the whole purpose of earning coverage in the media is to increase visibility. That's just step one. People can't do business with you if they don't know about you. So step one is getting known. Then you need to be liked, then you need to be trusted, and that's when people convert. So when we're tracking from step one to step two to step three to the conversion, it's hard to backtrack and say, oh, how did you hear about us? Because many times you are in a variety of places a variety of times and you're thinking, oh, I don't really remember exactly where I heard about you, but I saw you here once. So it's really hard to track ROI. You can track things. That's why we have all of those handy-dandy metrics and insights on our social media and in our Google Analytics. So we can do our best to track things. But it's not going to mean anything if you're not leveraging that media exposure. And I'm going to give you 35 ideas on what you should do. And these first few are my favorite. But depending on your industry, your niche, who you are, where you are, what you do. You could do all 35 of these things or you could just take a couple of them. So first, you need to repeatedly share this media hit on social media. Don't just share it once. A lot of people just do that. They share it once and they call it a day. And honestly, sharing it once is better than sharing it never. Some people never share it because they just assume Everybody saw it on TV or everybody saw it in the newspaper. I can honestly tell you that most of the business that I get, it's not directly from the media hit. It's me taking that media hit and sharing it on LinkedIn, for example. And then I'll ask people, how did you hear about me? And they'll say, oh, well, we're connected on LinkedIn. And I saw you share this article that you wrote in Inc. Magazine. It didn't come directly from Inc. Magazine. It came from my social media. So you need to share it on social media and you need to be sharing it repeatedly. Remember, social media is a constantly moving feed. If I don't sign on for a day, I'm probably going to miss what you post. If I don't sign on for a couple of hours, I could still miss what you post because maybe the algorithm thinks I don't want to see it. 
So you need to consistently be sharing it. And even if I see it, and then I see it again in another month, I guarantee you I'm going to forget that I saw it a month ago because I saw a million things since then. And even if I remember seeing it a month ago, I'm not going to care. I'm going to be like, oh, cool, they're sharing their media hit. Or I'm going to think you just got another one, and maybe it's a different media hit. So one, repeatedly share on social media. Two, amplify that via paid social. So it's a great idea to turn these media hits into ads. So if your audience is on Instagram, post it on Instagram and turn it into an ad. So you can reach more people and you can show more people that you're earning exposure in the media. Number three, tag the journalist and outlet so they notice when you share. Journalists like for you to share their content. The more eyeballs they get on their content, the better things go with their editors and their bosses. So when you are sharing these things on social media, tag the person that you worked with, tag the outlet that it's in, because this doesn't only send a message to them that you're sharing their content, but it also gives them the opportunity to tap that share button and share with all of their online followers as well. Because you have to remember, a lot of people get their news through social media. You may not watch the local news, but you know what's going on because you follow the local news on social media. Many, many people are like that. So give them a reason to share your post because you're sharing their content. Number four, give anyone else mentioned in your article a social media shout out as well because you can drive more clicks, more likes, more shares, etc. I can give you an example of this. I wrote an article in Inc. Magazine and I listed my favorite 10 podcasts for mompreneurs. And I shared that on social media 10 different times. And every time I shared it, I tagged the host of the podcast. And let me tell you, some people will see it on Twitter, who I have tagged, and they'll comment and they'll say thanks for including me and then they'll retweet it. Other people never respond. So for me, the next time that I do anything that has to do with podcasts or women in business and I need a source, I'm going to go back to the people who are actually acknowledging that I included them in an article and they're sharing it. The people who ignore it and aren't being social with me on Twitter, I'm not going to go to them. Number five, add it to a press page on your website. So as you start earning media for yourself and your business, you should add a press page. I have both a page with all of my media hits, and then I also have a footer on the bottom of my website where I just put like the most significant or the most relevant media outlets for my audience, so those are always there. But if you wanna see more, you can go to my press page, and let me tell you when this came in handy. People are always asking me, how do you get verified on Instagram? One of the biggest factors is media coverage in traditional media outlets. They don't care about how many podcasts you've been on. They don't care if you have a popular YouTube channel. They care about traditional media hits. And when you have a press page, it makes it so easy for somebody to see all of those media hits at once. Number six, repurpose it into a video 
to post on social media or a blog. Now, I like this idea because as we know by now, video is what rules the roost. It is the king of the jungle. That's what people want to see. That's how they consume content. So if your media hit is not TV, which that's an easy one because that's already video, right? (laughs) But if it's not TV, maybe it's a podcast. You can turn the audio into a video. If it is something that's print, if it's like in a magazine or it's online, then I would use some screen grabs to turn it into a video and then you just repurpose it to post on social media or a blog. Um, And that's a great way to share the same thing on social media over and over again. So you are sharing the same media hit, but you're doing it in a different way. Um, And that way, maybe you won't feel like you're being as repetitive if you did it the same way. Number seven, keeping with the video theme, create a sizzle reel. And then you can also add this sizzle reel to your YouTube as well. So what is a sizzle reel? Well, this is a video of you and all your media hits. I created one of these for a client um, and we mixed both his media hits from TV and his print. Again, if you're in print, you just screen grab those things. Grab the logo, um, grab the content that people are reading online if it's not actual like physical print and put it into a slideshow with music. You don't need to just be on TV or just be on a podcast. You should include those as well just because it's more exciting to hear and see things than just look at screen grabs. But you can create a sizzle reel, again, like something that's just a minute. It just needs to be a minute long. And then you can put that onto YouTube so you can embed it onto your website and it's just easy to share. Number eight, use these media hits as a cover photo for your social media, or pages on your website. So this really establishes you as an authority in your industry. It lets other people know you're credible because you're not sharing a headshot. You're not sharing an advertisement. You're sharing proof that a traditional media outlet thought you worthy enough for an interview. So share it where you can. And a cover photo on a Facebook page, for an example, is a great spot. Number nine, put the link to the coverage in your email signature. So email signatures, I feel like they're always ignored because they always look the same. But if you're constantly switching it up and maybe you're updating it with links to media coverage, then people are more likely to pay attention. So throw that in your email signature. Number 10, insert media quotes into your company's bio. So if somebody is visiting your about page and they're reading about you and your business, then they can see firsthand the publicity that you've gained as a result of your experience. So if people don't actually see the media hits because they're maybe not active on social media or they haven't visited your press page, then just throw some quotes there, some coverage in there on your about page where people can find out more about you. And then that just, again, it elevates your authority and your expertise. Number 11, summarize an essential point that is made in that media hit and talk about it on social media. So I use the example of the article that I wrote in Inc. and I listed 10 of my favorite podcasts. So if I was somebody listed as a top podcast for mompreneurs to listen to, then I would probably just take out my part and share it and say, this is what I cover on my podcast. 
Do you listen to podcasts? If so, what kind do you listen to? And you just kind of take it out to not only share, hey, look, I've been featured in the media, but then turn it into a discussion. Number 12, you can take it to the next level if it's appropriate and spark a debate. So this is very dependent on your industry and your niche and your personality, but we are most likely doing what we do because it solves a problem for somebody. So we can talk about recurring problems and situations and solutions and use that as a catalyst to have a discussion. Use that media hit to spark a conversation. And you, I feel like you really can't be a business owner if you're afraid of pissing people off. Like you have to have a point of view. You have to take a stand. You have to say how you feel. And let me tell you, the arguing and the craziness that happens in the comment section, that should not bother you. You should be happy that's happening because it just drives up the engagement, which tells the algorithm more people are going to be seeing your things because they're so interested in it. So see if you can spark a debate or, you know, tell people, what do you think, A or B? So more people are drawn to your coverage because you're not just sharing the coverage, but you're actually turning it into a conversation. 13, encourage your employees or your team and happy customers to comment on the earned media itself when you are sharing it on social media. Because again, this tactic helps to keep the conversation going. It draws more attention to the media and customers' positive comments and your team's positive comments, it just validates the work of your company. It validates why you're earning exposure in the first place. So after you share it, you know, tell a few people that you work with or who are on your team or maybe they're, they're customers, friends, family. Tell them, hey, look, I just posted this. Check it out. Share it. Comment on it. Show me some love. Number 14, screenshot your media coverage as it shows up in the search engines. So this serves as literal proof of how successful the earned media is. And then you can post those screenshots on your website to show how the media coverage appeared on Google when you searched something. So when you share this, it helps build your unofficial resume. It shows potential clients why they should do business with you. And This point is actually very important because there's a lot of so-called, I'm using air quotes now, PR agencies or publicists who will use press release distribution services and they'll just blast a press release and it'll get picked up everywhere. But when you Google, you can't find anything because it's not real media. That's not real earned media coverage. So you want to make sure, I mean, if you're hiring somebody, If they're getting you coverage, say they got you coverage on MSNBC, for example. If you go and you use that search bar and you search keywords that you should show up for, or even you search your proper name or your business's name and you're not showing up, I would drop that PR agency in a second. I just had to send um, a social media client an email because their so-called PR agency was sending me media hits to share on social media. And I was looking at them and I was like, okay, couple red flags. These articles are all the exact same thing and they're not written by journalists. They're in a community section and it says it's like a reader's contribution. So that was a red flag. So then I went to each individual website and I searched my client's name and nothing came up. So nobody was finding this coverage. 
If somebody wanted to look for the book that this client wrote, they would never find it, even if they searched the exact title of the book. So it was really disturbing that people pay money for these services. And fortunately, I just think people don't know any better. They get a link to coverage and they think that's it. Hence the point of this podcast episode, how to turn publicity into profit. So you want to make sure that your media coverage is showing up in search engines when you search those keywords. And if they are, then good job. You're doing something right. Then screen grab them and share them on a variety of your platforms. Number 15, Use the as seen on logos on your marketing materials. Put it on your website, your brochure, your cover photos, your social media posts, all the things. Those who want to appear as experts uh, in their niche, they'll often look out for chances to be interviewed. And then if you use a logo like the NBC Peacock, for example, this will increase your credibility, your prestige, your authority, and you're more likely to get covered in other media outlets because you've already proven yourself and others. I know, um, and this will be another point later that I get to here, but when I am working with clients, if I'm going to pitch them to national TV, I want to show them, look, they've made it in local TV too, so they're not going to come on your air and look stupid because they've done this before. Number 16, add memorable quotes to your website to highlight your credibility. So memorable quotes from media coverage, they act as testimonials for your company, which proves your credibility and they show your website visitors that you deserve their business. So for example, like you would ask a customer or client for a testimonial for working with you, if you are in Inc. Magazine and the writer said something great about you, then that's like Inc. Magazine giving you a testimonial because somebody approved that article, an editor approved that, it made it in Inc. So you can turn that quote into something that looks like a testimonial on all of your marketing materials. Number 17, this is if you have an office or some kind of brick and mortar location, frame the placements. This is something that um, I do with a lot of my restaurant clients. And if you go to restaurants, you'll see a lot of restaurants do this. They will frame their media placements and hang them on the wall. Um, You can do this again in an office and it will not just motivate you, but it will also motivate your team. Customers and potential customers or clients will see it and then they'll be reminded of your success and Um, it really boosts morale in the office too because you're like, oh, hey, look, we're legit. We're actually a part of something amazing. Number 18, put them out during trade shows and relevant events. So if you don't have a brick and mortar, but maybe you sponsor different kinds of events, you want to put those out in frames or maybe have some kind of slideshow running. We talked about that sizzle reel a few minutes ago. You want to make a large poster highlighting these media hits because it gives instant credibility and it builds desire to work with you. Number 19, use that earned media in sales presentations to land more clients. This demonstrates the marketing muscle behind your brand. So usually when people focus on their sales, they just talk about how great they are. Sometimes they share some success stories from clients and say, look, we've done this for this person. We've done this for this person. But when you can pull out earned media hits and you say, look, we did not pay to be in these outlets. These outlets told our story without us giving them a dime. And it's because they really believe in us and what we're doing. These are credible journalists. These are traditional media outlets. They have to follow FTC rules, regulations, and guidelines. So look, we're legit because we wouldn't be in these places if we weren't legit. 
Number 20, this is one that I touched on earlier. You wanna mention these media hits in future pitches to prove your credibility and authority. So I use the example of national TV may not wanna put you on air if you haven't done local TV yet. So they wanna see that you're worthy of it. I know when I pitch podcasts, I always tell people, if you wanna hear some examples of podcasts that I've been on, here's a link to one of my episodes on Smart Passive Income. Here I am on EO Fire, and here I am on the Boss Mom podcast. So A, I'm letting you know that I'm a regular podcast guest, and B, I'm also letting you know that I've been on some of the biggest podcasts in the world, in my industry, in my niche. So that's going to tell you, oh, well, she's been on Pat Flynn's podcast, and surely she's worthy of being on my podcast. So when you use past media to earn future media, you're more likely to earn that coverage because you are seen as, again, that authority in your industry. Number 21, this is actually something that you should do before you earn the media hit, (laughs) but after, you just wanna be sure. Make sure your systems and processes are set up so when somebody responds, you can act quickly. I can't tell you how many times I have had clients earn coverage And I'm like, okay, so where should we send people? To your website? Oh, our website's not up. Uh, Okay, so should they call you? Oh, I don't really want people calling me. Like, well, what the hell do you want to happen after you earn this media hit? You need to make it easy for people to actually respond and act on it so you see that ROI. So make sure your systems and processes are all set up so that right after somebody sees this media hit, if they act, you can respond. Number 22, take your favorite hits from the month and do a review on a blog post. So some hits are better than others, and we want to champion those. So that's another way, again, of sharing the same thing, but sharing it in a different way. Maybe it's a roundup of, I was just on live TV, and this is a behind-the-scenes look of what happened. Um, And then you can share, I did an interview with somebody on the phone and this is what we talked about and it was so much fun and this is why, or telling somebody about, you know, number three could be my favorite podcast. I've listened to it for three years and I'm finally a guest and this is how it made me feel. So some kind of roundup of the top three media hits from the month. Number 23, create an ebook of key points and add some social media links and websites. So again, this is just repurposing what you're already earning in the media. So if you have an ebook, then just throw some links in there that go back to your coverage. If you have an opt-in, then throw some links in there that show your credibility from earning coverage. Number 24, try to take that traditional media and go towards the new media. So maybe you've gotten some great traditional media hits, then try for a podcast, which is less traditional, but still very beneficial depending on your industry or niche. And you can do this, you can also do this the opposite. So if you're getting a lot of podcast coverage and new media coverage, but you want traditional media because it is worth more, it means more, then when you're pitching traditional media, you can talk about some of the podcasts that you've been on. Number 25, Mention the article in a newsletter. So whether this be a newsletter to your clients and customers or a newsletter to employees and your team, 
you want to add some context and, you know, maybe include a photo or some kind of image to talk about certain aspects of this subject that were addressed in the article. So you're not just saying, hey, look, we're in this article. You're saying, hey, look, we're in this article and I'm sharing it with you because, and give them a legit reason, not just to brag, but because it would benefit your team if they saw this or because it would benefit your customers or clients if they saw this. Number 26, take that to the next level. Don't just share it in a newsletter, but share it in a blog and email blast. So if it's just for your team, that's great, but maybe you have an email list of 2,000 people and they're all potential customers or clients. Share it with them. Number 27, send those great media hits to existing and prospective new customers or clients. So I like doing this one-on-one. If somebody's on the fence or maybe we're in the, oh, I just sent you a proposal and I'm waiting to hear backstage, I will send them the media hit and show them not just what I'm getting for my clients, but also what I'm doing for myself. I've built my whole agency by having people come to me and they come to me because they see me being featured in the media. And honestly, that makes my sales process a whole lot easier Because I tell them, well, remember how you saw me in the media and then you came to me? That's exactly what we do for you. Like, it worked for you. We're having a conversation right now. I just need to convert you to the client. And that's when sales comes into play. And I don't teach sales. I don't do sales. I do PR. I do the visibility. I lead the horse to water. I don't make the horse drink the water. Number 28, you can turn that earned media into a pitch to become a sought-after paid speaker. So this is a great way to connect with the trade organizations and say, hey, look, this person is getting featured here, here, and here, or I am getting featured in all of these places. I'm also a speaker too, so wouldn't you want me to speak at your event? Because look at all these amazing media hits that I garner for myself or for my client. I'd like to speak at your event. Number 29, capitalize on that earned media exposure to garner brand endorsements for yourself or for your client. I have a media mentoring client who actually did this literally the same day. We got her on TV and she did a five-minute segment on live TV and another PR company who repped a food brand saw it and they said, hey, We want coverage for our client. Can we pay you to be a spokesperson for them? Can you include them in your next blog post? They saw her as an influencer because she was on TV. Never mind, that was her first time on TV. It was her first live appearance. But she was on live TV for five minutes. She was talking about her expertise. Somebody saw that. And because you're on TV, people automatically think you're this big authority and you have so much credibility because that's the perception, right? So they contacted her literally that day and she started making brand deals as a spokesperson and as a brand ambassador for this brand. Number 30, you can create a bit.ly link to not just shorten the article's long URL, but so you can identify how many people click on that link to read the article. Obviously, this is something that you can track through Google Analytics. So say you got that link back in Forbes. You can track how many people come to your website from that link, but if you want to track how many people are coming to that link from your own social media outlets, then you can use Bitly to do that. Number 31, you guys, we are almost there. 
If there are appropriate industry blogs, then I would reach out to those bloggers and suggest a post as a guest writer or to arrange an interview. Now, this is like using your media hits to get new media, but you're doing it in another way. You're kind of asking to be a contributor at this point. And I love the idea of being a contributor because it's just another way to get in the media. It's another way to show your expertise and it's a regular thing. So you will have regular media appearances and regular things to show. It just increases again your notoriety when you're regularly appearing in the media and you can build great relationships with people as a contributor. So use an earned media hit to become a contributor in an outlet that would benefit you. Number 32, conduct an interview with the source in the article or record a podcast or a video that can be posted and shared. So kind of switch the tables a little bit. If somebody interviewed me, I would say, well, hey, this was a great experience. I would love to talk to you about your experience and how you do what you do and why you interviewed me and why you cover these things and how much you've learned and whatever is relevant to your audience. Flip the tables and Ask if that person who got you the media exposure would be willing to get some media exposure on your own platforms to your audience. Number 33, reach out to just about everybody you know to make the most of your media coverage. Obviously, we've talked about a few ways to do this, but when I say everybody you know, I'm talking your current contacts, prospective clients, your professional colleagues, industry peers, other reporters and bloggers and potential collaborators, your website visitors, people at events and conferences. Go to LinkedIn and get in those groups. Go to Facebook in your groups. There are so many ways that you can make the most of your media coverage. Again, it's all about sharing the content on your end because the traditional media, they are pumping out content every two minutes. They're not going to promote you because it helps your business. That's your job. You need to promote yourself. So you need to take what they have helped you get and leverage it. Two more. Number 34, mail hard copies of the coverage to past, present, and prospective clients. So obviously this works best if you're in print. If you're not in print, you can print just about anything online. So even if it's on TV or if it's a podcast, I mean, people don't get legit snail mail anymore. Like, I feel like it's all junk mail. So if you send them something that shows you being covered in the media, they're going to think it's pretty cool. So send people some snail mail to show your media coverage. And finally, we are at the end. Number 35. Offer to revise the article's themes as a case study for editors of the industry and membership association newsletters. So here we are talking about you being known as an expert in your industry among peers. So I know um, last year I won the best PR blogger award for the Gold Coast PR Council. And that was based on the articles that I was writing for Inc. Magazine, what I was contributing to HuffPost and Fast Company, and then my own blog at MediaMavenAndMore.com. So I was turning the media coverage and those other outlets into something that led 
to me being seen as an expert among my PR peers. Because most people who were up for that award or who entered to win that award, they were only blogging on their own platforms. In addition to doing that, I was doing it for other platforms. I was a guest on other podcasts talking about PR. I'm writing articles for other outlets talking about PR. And that set me apart from everybody else in my industry. So if you want to see all 35 of those reasons again, then don't you worry. You can check them out at becomeamediamaven.com. You can also just go to my website, mediamavenandmore.com, and click on podcast, and you will see all 35 of those things. Now, you don't need to do all 35. You just need to do a few, but for the love of God, please do a few. Don't just do nothing. This is what you do after you earn media coverage. This is the profit part of my three-day course, Pitch Publicity Profit. This is where you're going to see the profit. So it drives me crazy when people say, oh, well, I did this and it didn't work and nothing happened. I'm like, well, what'd you do after you're in the media exposure? I did nothing. Well, then what the hell do you expect to happen if you do nothing? Make sure you check out pitchpublicityprofit.com. Day one, we teach you how to pitch the media to get that publicity. Day two, we teach you how to nail the publicity. And day three, I go into detail on not all of these 35 things, but probably the most important. So you can turn that publicity into profit. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week.